What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Fantastic Reviews. I am your host, JLo Fantastic, aka Logan Austin. That's right, you know who I am. Man, I love coming back every week and doing this podcast. And I love coming back every week and doing Inside the Crazy Ant Farm where we talk about the latest entertainment news, interview celebrity guests. We also encourage fans to come on that show. So if you are interested in coming on that show, please reach out to myself and or Dustin. So that would be a whole lot of fun. Make sure to listen to that. That's on all podcast platforms. Now talking about this podcast, Fantastic Reviews, this is a spoiler-filled review podcast, guys. Do not come at me. Don't go crazy on Twitter that I spoiled a movie for you. Don't do that. No. This is a spoiler-filled review show. I'm just letting you know at the beginning so you do not go crazy. So let's get this thing started with Dumplin', Netflix's original Dumplin'. It follows the adventures of Willow Dean, aka Dumplin', the plus-sized teenager of a former beauty queen. She signs up for her mom's Miss Teen pageant as a protest that escalates when her friends follow her in her footsteps and revolutionizing the pageant and in their small town Texas. I mean... It's it's crazy. It really is. It's crazy how tradition like pageants are. I would never really knew that, but you know, I'm a guy. I don't I don't know. I don't know. And obviously the big star in this film was Jennifer Aniston, who's amazing, I must say, but this film also introduced a lot of very young, ambitious talent. Danielle McDonald, who's the main star, and Obeya Rush, who was her best friend in the film, they both did phenomenal in this, honestly, and I've never even seen them before, so make sure to go check them out. This movie has a lot to do with self-confidence and not giving a shit about what other people say or think. I must say, I really was surprised at this one. It has a good story. I enjoyed the dialogue. I laughed quite a few times. Like, it's pretty comedic. But, like I said, there is that serious undertone. So you have to be, you have to know what you're watching it for. You know what I'm saying? And on Inside the Crazy Ant Farm, we talked about how Netflix made a deal with Dolly Parton to make films inspired by her songs. And I believe this is the first crack at it. And especially since, like, the main character and her best friend are obsessed with Dolly Parton. Like, it's it's a little freak obsession. They know, like, her quotes and shit. I think that's pretty funny. And honestly, I think every young girl or even young man should watch this film because it's just, like... It's all about loving your inner self no matter what your appearance looks like because... If you don't like your appearance, you can change it, but if you do like your appearance, that's fine too. And that's what this whole story is about because at the beginning, it touches on how Jennifer Aniston's character was a little overweight, but she worked it off so that she could get in this beauty pageant. The tomato meter gives this one an 84. The audience gives it a 78. I honestly really enjoyed this film, so I give it a 4 out of 5. I definitely recommend it, especially for mother and daughters. Like, I really recommend y'all watching it together i really think it would be really good even for like the quote-unquote skinnier girls and the skinnier moms just to be just self-aware of what you're doing but yeah like i said four out of five really enjoyed it go watch it go stream it yeah dumpling all right the next and the rest of the reviews on this show will be theatrical release reviews so let's get it started with ralph breaks the internet this takes place six years after saving the arcade from torpedoes vengeance in the sugar rush arcade cabinet like the steering wheel broke 
So, forcing Ralph and Vanellope to travel to the internet via the newly installed Wi-Fi router to retrieve a piece of the game, which is the steering wheel. Now, this is a great, great, great cast, man. I didn't even realize who all was in this. Like, John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, Gal Gadot, Taraji P. Henson, and so many more. I just love when this type of cast comes together for an animated film, especially for a kid's animated film. There was some amazing pop culture shit in this. I mean, Star Wars, Avengers, Baby Groot. Oh my gosh, Vin Diesel came back and reprised his role as Baby Groot for this film. And, of course, the Disney princesses. That was a huge thing. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. It dealt with social media, online bullying, like viral sensations, and so much more things that we deal with in our day-to-day lives now that we just might not think about because we're just so engulfed in our technology and in our phones that we don't even look up and see the world around us sometimes. But, you know, it happens. It happens. The opening weekend for this one was $56 million. It It stayed at number one for, I think, two or three weeks, so it did really well. This movie has something for everyone honestly like kids parents 20 year olds i mean obviously i'm 23 so i i really enjoyed it i would watch it again to be honest with you the tomato meter gives this one an 88 percent the audience gives this one a 67 which i really didn't understand that but i mean sometimes rotten tomatoes is really confusing i'm not even gonna lie to you but this one i give it a four out of five it's not as good as the first one but man it really lived up to it like it's a good sequel i'm not even gonna lie so go check this out four out of five ralph breaks the internet all right the next one is first man following neil armstrong which it's ryan gosling as neil armstrong which you think would be freaking amazing well let's just get into it let's just get into it a look at the life of the astronaut neil armstrong and the legendary space mission that led him to be the first man to walk on the moon on july 20th 1969 Man, all these movies that I've been reviewing today have had huge casts. This one, Ryan Gosling, Claire Ford, Jason Clark, Kyle Chandler, so many more too. Like, I must say, I do believe that their skills were not put to the test. I think they were very limited. I It should have been a better movie with that high quality of actors. But this one did win the Golden Globes about two weeks ago for best original score which is pretty interesting because i didn't even really notice the music but i mean it's won best original score in a lot of film festivals so i mean it is what it is now my personal opinions this was a very bland movie there was no emotional connection there i wasn't really a fan of all the dialogue it just felt like like i said just a huge waste of talent like especially in the beginning the first 30 minutes there's barely a word said so i don't i don't know like they really underused claire foy but fun fact Clint Eastwood was set to direct this thing back in 2003. I would have been excited if he freaking directed it, but something must have happened. He didn't get to direct it, so the director from La La Land directed this one. He came back with Ryan Gosling, so I thought it would be good, but I was wrong. Everyone else for this film basically signed on in 2015, so it's pretty interesting to show how long it takes to actually make a movie i mean clint eastwood was signed on in 2003 that's it's 2019 now guys that's fucking insane but man i really i just had high hopes for this film and 
I was honestly highly disappointed. They spent nearly $60 million on the budget for this thing and only had a $16 million opening weekend. So, huge flop. I believe it came out the same weekend as Bad Times at the El Royale. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just... uh. I just feel like it could have been done so much better. And I love everybody that was a part of it. Like, I love all of the actors that were a part of it. I love the dude that played uh, Buzz Aldrin. Like, it was just really good. Now, Buzz Aldrin, they made him look kind of like a dick. I'm just saying. I don't know if he was really like that in real life, but they really made him look like a dick. Saying some outlandish things at, like, some funerals and shit. Just, eh. I did not like the way they portrayed him. But the tomato meter gives this one an 88. The audience gives it a 66. I'm more with the audience on this one. Myself, I give it a 2 out of 5. Uh, there were some cool parts, like I said, and I didn't realize how many people actually died doing the test trying to get to the moon with the spaceships. It's just really insane. I That's why I just had such high hopes for it, but highly disappointed. Like I said, 2 out of 5. I mean, if you want to go see it, go ahead, but... I'm not recommending it to you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Alright, the last and final thing I have to review on today's episode is Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh my goodness. This one's about several strangers. Most of them have secrets to bury. Now, they meet by chance at Lake Tahoe's El Royale, a rundown hotel with a dark past. Now, over the course of the night, Everyone shows their true colors before everything's going to hell. Yet another huge cast, guys. Chris Hemsworth, Jeff Bridges, Dakota Johnson, John Hamm, and so many freaking more. This is definitely an artsy film. Like, I don't know if y'all saw Hotel Artemis. It reminded me of that. And it, I, I don't know. It just had a very, like, Pulp Fiction, Dust Till Dawn feel. Like, very, I just felt like Tarantino should have been doing this one. I don't know. I think that this movie would have did much better on a streaming platform because it is very artsy and like we talk about on Inside the Crazy Ant Farm, I think that tentpole movies should only be released at the theaters because those are the ones going to show an actual huge profit, but these these little artsy ones, like, eh, they're not going to get a lot of attention, especially when you can't really understand the trailer. I, yeah, I just, mm. It probably turned a lot of people off. But honestly, I love the way the story flowed. Jumping back and forth between like these three people's life, basically. But you really have to pay attention. Because if you miss one scene, you're like screwed for the rest of the movie. It, it was a lot of information. I'm not even going to lie. But they did it in such a way that it's it's really memorable. I'm not... It's really good. The only thing that I felt like was unresolved was who killed Jeff Bridges' brother? Like... They said in the film that he thinks the people in his own organization, like, set him up. But, I mean, I, I'm i not happy with that answer, Jeff. I want more. I need more! But, it's okay. Because the film's over, but I would buy this film. I'm not even gonna lie. I would buy it. I mean, the tomato meter gives this one a 74. The audience gives it a 75. I give it a 4 out of 5. Like I said, I think it should have been on a streaming service. But it still was a really fantastic film. If you haven't seen this one, I recommend it. But you have to pay attention. Like I said, 4 out of 5, Bad Times at the El Royale. 
that's it for our show today, guys. Thank you for coming and getting crazy with me on this episode of Fantastic Reviews. I really appreciate you. Make sure to follow me on all social media at JLoFantastic. I really appreciate it. I am now selling my canvases again, so make sure to look out for that. I take some amazing pictures, I must say. I must say. And just follow Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Like and subscribe to that on all podcast platforms to talk about everything coming out of Hollywood. Interview celebrity guests, even the one and only Mr. Feeney. That's right, we interviewed Mr. Feeney, guys. So go back and find that episode because he was just a fantastic man and his wife, Miss Bonnie Bartlett. So just fantastic people. Make sure to like and subscribe to that podcast. Like and subscribe to this podcast. And also give a little donation. My huge goal for this year is to finally make it out to Los Angeles. And God damn it, I'm gonna make it happen. So whatever you can give i appreciate anything like it's just gonna help me pursue my dreams even more and i'm always gonna thank you for it so like i said thank you so much for tuning along to this show it's been freaking fantastic get crazy stay crazy deuces